welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. Uh, This is Nat and this is a special week because it's a year anniversary of the That Got Me Thinking podcast. And when I started, I wasn't really sure where it was going to go. I just knew that I had to do it. I'd been talking about it for a while and it was a case of then do it. And here we are a year on. And I think it's time that we change things up a little bit on the podcast. So I would really like this year of the podcast to be aimed at women. The trials and the triumphs of what it means to be a woman in the world that we live. And all the things that goes with it, all the adventures, all the things that we deal with. So if you're a woman and you want to tell your story or give some hints and tips or you've got a business you think people would be really interested in please let me know come on the podcast be a guest saying that our first guest today is a woman called jack perez and jack decided that she didn't want to age like she was told by society so she set up her own brand instead but i will let jack do the talking here's my interview with jack perez have a great day And welcome back to the That Got Me Thinking podcast. I am your host, Nat, and today I've got a special guest. So I've been very fortunate to meet some amazing women recently through a connection, and Jack Perez is one of them. So here we are having a conversation with Jack. So Jack, I think, has redefined what it means to live on your own terms as a woman. She has also redefined what it means to be a modern midlife woman and she started her own brand called the cool life company which offers women an opportunity to share learn shop and play now jack i hope that is a correct intro do you want to tell is there anything else you want to add to that to people nat today yeah nat i think you did a great job i mean <laughs> very very succinct and on point pretty yeah it, no perfect <laughs> amazing so from your little intro can you tell um my listeners I suppose what what you do in terms of your brand what what are you all about Jack well what I'm about Nat is what you said which is redefining uh midlife and beyond for women uh you know we're not our mothers we're not our grandmothers Uh, you know it's it's been you know, there just there's not been a lot of visible role models for us growing up in the 70s and 80s. You know, if you're a boomer or a or a Gen Xer, you know, I I, yeah. I often tell people that I've, I'm lost between generations because Ooh. I'm a uh, yeah, and I've been exploring exploring what that really means particularly to me, because I don't really identify as a boomer. I identify more as a Gen Xer, but I'm right on that cusp. I was, I was a 64 baby, but in the middle of the summer. So just six months and I would have been a Gen Xer, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, whether you're a boomer or a Gen Xer, you know, we didn't grow up with, in my opinion, very great role models, you know? I mean, yeah, there were the golden girls, but if you look at the golden girls, um, are you familiar with that TV? Yeah, show? Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. So interestingly enough, if you go and look at pictures of them uh, during the time that they were doing the show and they were in their 50s, and then you look at a picture of, say, like Jennifer Lopez, who's also in her yes, 50s. She's amazing. Well, but talk about redefining, you know, midlife and beyond for women. Yeah. It's we. I, and I wanted to bring out even more role models. I want for our for our generation, the boomers and the Gen Xers, but also 
honestly, Nat, I want to pave the way for our younger sisters so they aren't having to fight the fight the way we've had to, right? It's Mm -hmm. invisible to be noticed. So yeah, it's, that's why I did it. (laughs) That's interesting. So when you say be visible or be noticed, is that something that you felt that actually, as you got older, it was almost like we had, you had to hide away a bit or we had to worry about aging? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I have just sort of, uh, come to a pretty big realization in my life over the last six months. And that is that one of the reasons I started the platform and I started uh, its inception or the idea, the genesis happened in 2017. But, you know, as as everyone knows, you don't think of an idea and then implement the next day. It takes, you know, you know, a year, year and a half to get it off the ground type of thing. But when I did start it, I started it because I did feel invisible. I did feel like I was slipping away. And, you know, the actuary tables tell me otherwise that I got, I'm going to be here on this planet for a really long time. And then, you know, how do I want to be in the world? But honestly, I had trouble looking in the mirror and reconciling the image that reflected back to me to what I perceived like society told you what yeah, yeah, like. yeah. yeah but so here's the here's the chicken and egg question which I've been exploring and I just recently wrote I write a weekly uh blog called Jack's Smack on the <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fun isn't it Jack Smack I love that and I recently wrote a, an article about you know have you shrunk as you've aged And I'm not talking about, you know, from a height perspective, we all get smaller as we age, but I'm talking about, you know, disappearing, losing your essence, losing. Yeah, dimming your light, essentially. Right. But what I think I've discovered over the last, say, six months is that in part, I did it to myself because I felt uncomfortable with what, what I saw in the mirror. I think that I got smaller. My myself. Mm. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, almost because I guess because there's so many um, portrayals that this is what it should look like. It was almost like you were measuring up to what you perceived it should be in some way. Well, yeah, exactly that. And you know, I you know, at the risk of sounding not humble and and kind of a you know not nice person. I grew up being told I was pretty. I grew up being told I was beautiful. And right about my early 20s, it hit me that I had power. That I had power. Use it. Yeah. I, I had power because my physical package seemed to be appeasing to others. Yeah. And I curried favor because of it. And so it's not that there isn't substance be- behind who I am, because there is, you know. But... I can see that from all <laughs> your stuff, Jack. I can see that for sure. Yeah, so it's not It's not like I can't, you know, match the package with what's inside. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you, in some ways, it was much easier to use the outside package to get what I wanted. It's than... in the door. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And they've done a bunch of studies, Nat. I mean, it's this is pure science, that people who are perceived to be attractive... And interestingly enough, what is what our perception of attractiveness is symmetry in and also regularity, like what we're what we're used to seeing. Yes. And so if you're perceived to be attractive, uh, people who are tend to make more money. 
uh, tend to be perceived as healthier, nicer, smarter. We just make all of these assumptions. These assumptions, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So um, I, I think what changed for me or what has been changing for me is that I, I had to sit down with myself and I said, okay, uh, I have a choice. I cannot change the fact that every time I look in the mirror, I may catch a new wrinkle or a new sag or the elasticity of my skin isn't what it used to be. Uh, I have a choice. I can, can yeah. I can disappear. I can, I can, you know, go quietly and just hang out in the background and, and mute yeah. myself. Or yeah. I can put it on center stage, shine a huge spotlight on it and dismantle the demon. Wow. And so I did. I even posed nude for a photo session in New York City uh, for a, yes, a photographer. Yeah. Right. And and I did so when I was 20 pounds heavier than I am right now. And that was really hard for me. Mm. But I am so proud of myself. And it, it, it helped. So I was just about to ask, what... Was it freeing? Did you feel liberated? How how did that feel to do kind of a nude like that and be so exposed? Like, this is me aging and all, you know, this is me. Yeah, because the, the pictures aren't photoshopped. They're raw. That was the whole yeah. premise of the, of of the, the, the yeah, photo sure. was to show the beauty of imperfection. Uh, you know, like I said, it, I would look at the photos at the beginning and go, oh, my God, you know, what? Mm. I can't believe I did. Like, what? What is that? Oh, my God. What's wrong with what's wrong with that part of my arm? Or, but the more I looked at them and the more I shared them with the world and getting the feedback from other women who are in our demographic and it made a difference. These women, like they were so proud proud of me and and also it it really encouraged them I got a lot of like oh my god I want to do that you're so brave yeah, I want to do that and so I think we just need to see more women who are aging in mm -hmm. public media you know so that we oh, that we do have role models and that is one of the other reasons I, I built cool life is because I really want to shine a light on all of the women who want to participate and want to, you know, reach women in, in this demographic to help educate them, share their experiences, make life better and easier. So that's, that's the, that's the, the nuts and bolts of it. Wow. And um, because I think what you're saying is, is really can resonate with women of any age really is that we we can be really hard on ourselves when we think we're not good enough in some way, whether that's because we've aged or whether because some things happened in our lives, or maybe our bodies have just changed. We've been in an accident or we've had children or something's happened. And we think, I don't recognize myself anymore. I can remember when I had my first child and I can remember thinking, well, what is this? I, I can't, this is not me. This is not who I am. And you have to change your perception of yourself. And like you said about when you first saw those pictures, we can be so hard on ourselves. We can be our own worst critic, can't we? Oh, it, I know I am for certain. Uh, nobody, nobody judges me harsher than I judge me. Harsher than me. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm really good at it. So I don't need any help. <laughs> no. And I think that's a really good message for anyone who listens to this podcast and any stage of lives that they're in is that you know we, we are we're all going to age and every day and I love the fact that when you look at aging as almost like you know it's, a, it's something we should be proud of it's something we should be grateful of 
and back to media there's um there's an actress in the UK called Joanna Lemley and she was in an interview yesterday and she's she said the only parts that I get to play now I think she's in her late 60s she said is the bitch because that's the only role they will they will they will give me and I thought that's so interesting isn't it how you know older women are perceived in kind of you know tv as well it's, it's just really interesting yeah and that you know it, that hasn't changed very much right I mean that's the, yeah Sharon Stone um actually a, a while back a couple years ago was cast as this mother in this movie and and with and she was representing this like aging mother and she convinced the producer or the director to actually cast her as the daughter because in real life what the mother was going through would have been a woman who could have been Sharon Stone's real mother yeah so that's real manipulation right the the media's in a great way well <laughs> by Sharon Stone in, really. by Sharon Stone yes but if you think about where you know, the institutions where they wanted oh, yeah. to go, where that, what message they wanted to send to the world at large was an yeah. in inaccurate representation of women. And I don't think men get that representation in the media the same as women. I don't think that at all. I think there's very much you know, kind of the agents to the fox, you know, in terms of men's perception of aging. I don't know what you think about that, Jack. Oh, it, absolutely. And it's well documented, especially and if you're going to look at, say, if we, if we want to stay with the example of people who are on screen, you know, professional actors, they have done so many studies of what happens to women after 40, just the, the sheer number of lines that they have to, to say yeah. is statistically significant less than their counterpart males. And also, if they're cast as a wife, let's say they're 40, they're cast as the wife of like a 70-year-old man. Yes. You know, like a Sean Connery. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it's it. so insane. When I look at this and I, I'm like, that is malarkey. I was going to say something else, but no, I don't you know. you can say whatever you like. I don't know if you swear on your podcast. But. Carry on. but it's true, isn't it? And we almost accept that as standard. We're like, okay. You know, when in I realized there's people like you who were trying to change those stereotypes, which is so empowering for women of every age. So right. I applaud you, Jack. Thank um, you. And any of your listeners feel like they just want to reach out to me personally because they're uncomfortable and they want just some help or just mm -hmm. a, an ear or a, a word of encouragement. I'm here and they can reach out to me. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to have a conversation with anyone who is, who is feeling less than yes. because, because they're not less than they're plenty. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what this podcast is all about is that empowerment, which you bring to the table as well. But something else we talk about quite, quite a lot on this podcast is how life can take you in different directions. And so I've got, kind of a question for you um jack is there an event or a time in your life where it's changed your direction your course really um and you can see now if that thing hadn't attacked your life oh my god that happened my life 
it's it's more like where do I begin and and do I do it alphabetically or chronologically or yeah I know it's tough it's a tough one right well no it's just there's so many of them I mean I oftentimes use that um, concept of the sliding door oh, yeah. there was a back to the movie thing I don't know why we're kind of I know using but it's, it's a whole case of- but it's the Gwyneth Paltrow I think it was Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. and it was yeah. concept of she missed a subway train it's been a really really long time I don't remember the details but but that concept of if something if I had made just a different decision so I gotta tell you the most life-altering decision I ever made was the decision to become a mother Ooh, okay. and I became a mother at 38 I waited a good long time. I absolutely had no intention of becoming a parent, a mother. I had no desire to become a mother. Mm -hmm. Uh, I made the decision to become a mother by asking myself the following two questions. Will I regret not having a baby? Mm -hmm. And the answer to that in my head was maybe. And then I asked myself, will I regret being a mother? And I said, absolutely not. So I went ahead and became a mother. But I had no inkling. (laughs) None. You don't get a baby. You get a person. You know? I mean, it starts off like a baby, but it's a person. And you're responsible for that individual's growth and, and education and, you know, having them be a good citizen in the world and getting them ready so that other people will like them and want to live with them for the rest of their life, you know, that sort of stuff. So yeah, that, that was a huge um, direction pivot for me, yeah. right? Because I had been living, a, you know, a pretty fast and furious life with tons and tons of travel and running my own business in San Francisco and And the decision to become a mother made me leave San Francisco to an environment that I thought would be a better place to raise my child. And it put my big travel plans on hold for a very long time. Uh, All things that I would not change for the world. Yeah. But they but they did change me. But your life looked totally different after making that decision. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in the true sense of the word, having a baby literally destroyed my life. Mm. It it built a new one. You know, we start again and we change direction and we work with with what we've got and the decisions that we've made. That's a really I think that's a really great one, Jack, actually, because it's something everyone can or lots of people can relate to, I think. For sure. And what we think is going to be, it never is, is it? We've got such this idea of what motherhood's going to be and how we're going to be as mothers. And then and then the reality hits and it's totally different. Agreed. A- agreed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've got one last question for you, Jack, before you can tell everybody where they can find you um, and your community. So what is one thing all women should know? Wow, that's a big one. I wish I had. Okay, time to study. (laughs) Man, I'm unprepared for this test. So, what is one thing all women should know? Mm. Um, you know, I think that I would say that every woman has the power within herself to be happy. It we we all can choose happiness. And it, and I'm not saying it's easy or, you know, that there's some straightforward manner of getting there, but 
if we are willing to do the work and we are willing to lean on one another yeah. and support one another, every woman has the ability and the power and the right to be happy with themselves and, and to remember, oh my God, you're not just enough, you're plenty, right? You're Love just it. Yeah. So I guess that's what all women, I would want all women to I'm know. I'm literally writing that down. You're not just enough, you're plenty. I, might I have just made that up. <laughs> I might have tattoos, Jack, I think, like maybe on my forehead or something like that. Um, <laughs> so where can people find you, Jack? Where, what's your, like, where, where can people look at what you do in your community and find it more about you? So you can, if you go to the platform, which is coollife.com, and cool is spelled kind of funky. It's spelled with a K. So that's K-U-E-L life. Dot com, you can directly contact me. You can reach me through that platform. Just email me or, you know, find me on any of the social media platforms that any of your listeners are enjoy, whether it's, you know, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm even on Clubhouse now, which is That's so funny. I have uh, yet to try this out, but I've heard lots about it. Perhaps I think you've yeah, convinced me, Jack. I think, you know, I don't have a, I don't have an extra invite right now. Cause I already gave it's by invitation only right now, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm st- tomorrow. I am starting at 3 PM Eastern standard time. I'm starting a, a, a room to encourage all our second act sisters to come together to start sharing and learning from and playing with one another because this is such a tumultuous time and we can all just yes. grab a room, grab a chat for an hour. If we have an issue or a problem, you know, raise your hand, we can bring it out and they'll, I'm sure there'll be other women in, on the, in the room that can, we could all just help each other. And support. Yeah. I love the, yeah. the sense of community. Yeah. So, thank you, Nat. I really appreciate being here. So, I'm sure everyone's had loads, uh, taking loads of things, and hope you all have traveled again, Jack.